Howdy ho, neighborinos. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Olivia de Havilland. And this is another episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Uh, this is episode 91. Wow. Yeah, we've, it's been a while since I read the number out. So. <laughs> it's uh, been a while. Anyways. That's what I was going to go with. Uh, but anyways, you can find us on 4 Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackbird Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Cell Radio, Player FM, and Google Play Music. And if you want to send us an email, you go to notsanotherbehorrorcast at gmail.com. You can send us your crazy stories, your spooky encounters, movies you want to recommend, unless you just want to yell at us, or as Anna always likes to put it, if you want to tell us we suck. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Horrorcast. And don't forget to give the Facebook page a like. It's facebook.com backslash notanotherbehorrorcast. And we get that all out of the way so we don't have to repeat it again. That's what I do at the top of the show so that we can just end the show. Okay. Because uh, if people don't care about that shit now, they're not going to care about it later. <laughs> uh, of course, don't forget to check out one of our great sponsors is Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd for samples and inquiry. Please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it at, on the 4i Radio Network, and uh, you get 10% off your first order. So with all that said and done, and the show is off to running start. Yay. Anna, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How how was your weeks or week? Uh, I don't. I forget if we had a show last week. Uh, yes, we did. Um, and my week was. Whoa, that's busy. sweet. Yeah, I know. I did the same thing. Right well, now, we're drinking a yellowtail wine. Look, if you like yellowtail, good for you. But if you can get better wine, I highly recommend it. Yeah, but you can't really say anything for a free bottle of wine. So yeah. It's not my favorite, but it's not the worst one but I've yeah, ever it had. Is, it is definitely packed with sugar, mate. All right, you call that a glass of wine? This is a glass of wine. No, that's a glass of sugar water. That's a glass of sugar water, mate. What? <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, watch out for them drop bears, I'll tell you that much. Just a little <laughs> shout out for uh, one of the fans of the show. I'm down for right now. Thank you very much. You know you are. I think we're going to do MPR tonight. No, we're not. Why not? <laughs> Everybody likes my NPR voice. It sounds very nice and soothing. So anyways, Anna, how was your week? Well, um, hopefully I just blew out someone's ear. Probably not. Most people should be listening to this at reasonable volumes. And if you're not, then that's on you, listeners. (laughs) Anyways, uh, my week was not too bad. It was sort of busy. um, But nonstop. Yeah. Non-stop believing. Don't stop uh, believing. No, you're good. I'm trying to remember what I did. All good. In the hood. 1974. What happened in 1974? I don't know. I'm waiting for you to actually get through your week. Well, I'm trying to remember what I did besides I went out to lunch a couple or went out to dinner with a couple different people and then... Um, oh, I also went out to brunch, and I think we talked about this one time before, but uh, the Oink Cafe, it was actually pretty good. Um, and uh, there was actually, like, I, got, I ended up just getting the mimosa flight again, but I actually got to try, uh, because you actually got a Bloody Mary, it was the Oink Bloody Mary, and it had bacon in it, and it was freaking delicious and it had a bacon salted rim instead of just normal salted rim so that was awesome um oh and then we also went to oh yeah because this was right after like the day after we did the show we went to mcfate's brewing yes and uh, it was one of the best freaking poo- it was some of the best freaking poutine i've ever had and it was one of the best freaking grilled chicken i really thought you were wraps. about to be all like it was the best poon i've ever had yeah, it's the best poon tang i've ever had it was ridiculous kids. i don't know why i went southern with that well sam T- well you know what uh, hey you keep that southern accent up you could be the next uh colonel because apparently reba is now the colonel oh yeah i saw that i was like wow that's crazy um but yeah mcfate's brewing it's in scott style I would definitely look it up. Wow, the show is really just. <laughs> I, I don't see th- it doesn't work. I'm going to well be honest with everybody. I don't think we're making it to 100. <laughs> no, probably not. Well, not if I keep up with a stupid southern accent. No, it's not um, that. It's not just... stupid. It's just a southern accent. Southern... And I'm not that great at it. 
Anyways, yeah, so that was my my week. So, so basically, you? you tried a bunch of different breweries. You tried some new breweries. Went back to a place that you uh, recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good. Uh, mine was fine. Just same old, same old. Just did my taxes. So yay! And then I finally got my fucking box from DC. Took them long enough. Oh yeah, because it went to Colorado and then Montana and then came back into the. Well, first it was in Tempe, <laughs> then it went to Colorado, then Montana, then came back to the. Yeah, Tempe. it was a it was a fun thing, but uh, we did. Uh, but yeah, no, it was pretty low key. Um, we're gonna uh, weekends coming up soon, Super Bowl and everything like that. But don't really have any plans for all that kind of yuha blah. Um, Is that the technical term for it? Yuha blah. Uh, Melton Bradley presents. <laughs> uh, trying to remember what else. Nothing really. Just kind of hanging out. Uh, but I will say this: we did watch a movie this week. Uh, we watched the Netflix original Little uh, Evil. So uh, again, those will, that review will be at the end of this podcast. So in case you haven't seen that movie uh, and you don't want to spoil it, then we'll tell you. Of course, as always, spoilers beforehand, and you can shut it off, go ahead and watch it. But it is on Netflix, so you can check it out. So we will touch base with that towards the end of our show. Um, We do have some news, and we do have some horror movie news. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that uh, really really has happened. I I don't think so. Nothing nothing cray-cray, so... Um, but yeah, I guess we'll dive into some of our news of the week. Well, our eerie news of the week. We only have really one, one story. Huh. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a second story. Huh. I didn't touch anything, so. Oh, okay. I guess I just didn't put that much show notes in, so get ready for this show, kids, because we're fucking winging it. Well, I didn't have, I, could, I looked for horror news and I couldn't find any. I really need to find some better horror uh, sites that I can find for news. So and then again, it is also January or the end of January, beginning of February. So it could also just be that horror movie news is relatively scarce. Um, this time of year, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and we'll go with that. Okay. But anyways, here's some eerie news of the week. It is time for eerie news of the Well, really, there's only one news story that I found. I honestly thought I had another one, but I guess not. So my bad, people. Um, but this one is – this one is called – this is a documentary. It's called N Real American Werewolf in Wisconsin. So this is a documentary that should be – I guess think it's coming out this year. I'm not sure. I guess pretty much in the article will probably tell you when it's coming out. But uh, it's basically about the whole uh, werewolf uh, lore. So director uh, Seth uh, – uh, Breed Love was inspired by uh, Linda Golfin's article. Uh, she was reported for uh, Whaleworth uh, County the week in nineteen in the nineties, basically. So there was a talks about a monster among us. They were talking about like this kind of like there might have been a werewolf or whatnot. I'm trying to see if it was gonna. Okay, so I was uh, just trying to see if there was a uh, like a drop date for this real quick before I jumped into everything else, but apparently not. Yeah. It's called the Bray Road Beast, but I don't see a... Oh, he's setting up a crowdfunding page this month in order to help to get the documentary finished. Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah. So, a small-town story of a terrifying creature that lives in the wilderness are not new to uh, cinematic storytelling, but there is a tale of a real-life werewolf that stalks the small town of Elkhorn, Wisconsin. That's such a cool name for a place, Elkhorn. <laughs> Especially, like, you couldn't, like, put it anywhere else, really. There's only a few places where Elkhorn would work. Like, you can't do Elkhorn, uh, Mesa, Arizona. Yeah. Or, uh, Elkhorn, Arizona. Everyone's like, Or Elkhorn, no, no. you know, New York City. Like, it just doesn't work. So, Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Elkhorn, that just, California. Everyone's like, no, yeah. no. So, um, but an impact on a new topic and a new documentary scheduled to be released this fall. Okay, the Brer Road Beast will chronically... The eyewitness, or chronically, uh, the eyewitness accounts of uh, local townspeople who have seen and reported the beast uh, to local authorities. So this is actually something I'm actually I put under eerie news because it's also kind of like, well, what could what is this actually going to be? Is it going to be one of those documentary where it's just this legend that everyone talks about? They're actually going to find evidence. Is there actually going to be like, or is it going to be like the Sasquatch documentaries where they're like, I'm going to do a Squatch call. Well, no, that wasn't really a documentary. That was a crappy show on the Travel <laughs> Channel because, again, 
if you're going to look for Bigfoot, you want to go to the Travel Channel. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. Travel Channel works great with other shows, just not looking for Sasquatch. <laughs> and believe me, they keep saying they're looking for Sasquatch, and not once was Eric Dewey involved in that entire show, which he is yeah. the fucking Sasquatch. So, uh, But yeah, I thought it was interesting. It's something I like to check out. I mean, I did yeah. enjoy the lore episode of The Werewolf. I thought that was really well done and really kind of cool how it kind of you kind of got to see how these myths and legends come to be. So it's very curious because, I mean, again, I, I mean, granted, most of these creatures are probably not out there. I mean, I still have a swan song for basically the uh, Jersey Devil. Um, oh, yeah, that reminds me. We need to contact a certain person uh, regarding uh, information of the Jersey Devil. You Double can say it. Watson, Shrinky, Shrinky Dink, whatever the nickname oh, yeah. was, we'll I use call for him now. Sh- Shrinky Dink. Someone else calls her Watson. But, so. uh, yeah, we uh, we hung out with uh, them this weekend, Sherlock and Watson, and uh, I found out you already spoke to that person, Watson, but I found out that they are putting together a book about the Jersey Devil, which I was like, that's right up my wheelhouse. So uh, once that stuff starts coming together, we're probably going to have them, uh, if they're in town, we'll have mm-hmm. them on live. If not, then we'll do like a Skype interview kind of thing, talk about the book and the creature and everything like that, because I think that would be a really cool idea for the show. Uh, like I said, if you're in Arizona or you're not in Arizona, you want to Skype in, if you even got stories or you want to be a guest on the show, you just want to contact us very easy to do you know our twitter you know our email boom bada bing bada boom very easy to do so um so it can happen we we'll take pretty much anybody even if you're just some crazy guy that's just going like the alien put his finger in my butt and then we just found out he just sat on an et doll with his finger out so um (laughs) you never know what's gonna happen but uh before we dive, you know, I kind of think that that would be a better story than actual an, an actual alien probing a dude. It's just he sits on a freaking alien doll with its finger out. Um, anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. Go no, ahead. you're good. I was going to say we're going to have to. This is we have to touch base on this stuff. So there have already been a few deaths, but of course we only really talk about the deaths of you know people who are a huge icon in horror, you know, literature, movies prop making, all that kind of good stuff and everything. That, But with, with uh, sad news this uh, month that I found out uh, a couple of days ago, it looks like uh, author, acclaimed author Jack Ketchum uh, has died at age 71. Wow. Yeah. After a prolonged battle with cancer. That stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess, you know, his first debut release of the first novel, Off Season, in 1981, uh, New York aired alone, you know, Cabins in the Wood, to find uh, herself tormented by a cannibalistic family waiting for the perfect moment of darkness to strike is his first film and some of that. So, yeah, we just <laughs> wanted to, uh, you know, you are now resting peaceful in the arms of the crypt. So raise a glass. So raise a glass, or if you're at work, raise your coffee or your fist or your bong, whatever. Your bong. Hey, for all I know, a bunch of our listeners could be people who work at the cannabis shop, so. Touche. I feel like we'd get a lot more listeners if we actually, like, started reaching out to people at the cannabis shops. Anyways. Maybe. Or they'll just be like, that stuff's dumb, broham. Now, this is uh, this is interesting news, so we're going to be jumping into our horror movie news. So without further ado, it's time for horror news. Smoke screen. <laughs> uh, so this. So there's been a couple of stories that are coming out, and I think this actually this came out recently, but I think it's been in talks with. But I actually I, I kind of want a lot of people's opinions about this. So please tweet us or write us or something like that because I am curious what people are thinking. So. Uh, uh, Mike uh, Flanagan. 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 I can't even read. This is why I want you to find show notes so you can just read <laughs> this stuff. But director uh, directing Stephen King's The Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep. Now I don't know if Stephen King actually made a sequel. Maybe he did. It looks like he did because there's a huge yeah, poster in the novel. So in 2013. So it looks like they're finally going to be making a movie about this. Um, which I'm actually kind of interested now because uh, Mike Flanagan, he also did Oculus, Hush, uh, Grendel's Game. Uh, yeah, which actually there was a lot of kickback on the Oculus movie, but I really liked it. And then I know. All- I was very surprised with how a lot of people did not really enjoy the movie. Yeah, but I did not hear anything bad about Hush. So, because that one, that's the one where it's the, it's the, the deaf the, woman, it's, right? No, it's the blind guy. 
Hush is the no. I thought that was don't breathe. Oh, that's don't breathe. Blanket. Hush, hush was the hush was the one that we we actually did a review for it, and it's the uh, the deaf woman who's in the house, and then somebody oh, breaks in. Oh, right, yeah, like that was a that yeah, guy. that was a good one. But yeah, but also don't don't breathe. Also, uh, apparently, was a good movie as well. Um, of course, that's getting a sequel as well. But yeah, so Sleep Doctor takes place after years of the events of the Overlook Hotel. The focus on the now middle aged Danny who is traumatized. He focuses in his family father's footsteps and has problems with anger management and alcoholism, blah, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff that pretty much built The Shining. Um, yeah, that was just, I didn't even know there was a novel. Maybe I should probably read these articles uh, before I just start posting them. But, you know, then again, other people should do my job for me. Um, like the intern, Sean, who hasn't showed up for weeks. Like, what the fuck is Sean's deal? Oh, sorry, I killed him. My bad. Oh. Uh, this one I'm very excited for, and actually it's probably the only episode of uh, Supernatural that I will probably see uh, since I dropped off at Season 9. I know, I know, Game Pack caught up or whatnot, but whatever. But they will be making a Supernatural and Scooby-Doo mashup, and this has been like a huge thing, and the uh, the title episode will be called Scooby Natural. And it's going to be animated, which is amazing. Oh yeah, no, I'm totally <laughs> stoked for that. Um, I know, what's his face? I think uh, not... not is it Jer- which one? Jared Paladecki is Dean. Okay, not is it Jared Paladecki? I'm trying to remember. Uh, one of them is seems to be a really huge, uh, a huge uh, uh, Scooby Doo fan. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been him, but he said, uh, according to him, he said uh, in October, chatting with the E, uh, e- Entertainment uh, last October, calling it fucking awesome. He added, "Never in his wildest dream did he imagine we'd do this." I grew up. Okay, so it was him watching it. So I heard the that the animated. You is the animated you is going to be on the same screen with the mystery machine. Super cool. Um, yeah, I'm like super stoked because I would fucking love to be a part of any Scooby Doo thing. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be premiering. Actually, it probably already premiered. Oh, I got to go watch it then. Yeah, so it premiered on January 22nd. Oh, so, uh, last week. The, so last week. So go ahead and check out that episode of uh, Scooby Natural. Scooby Doo. Time to, yeah. So I got to go watch that episode now. Heck yeah. Boom. All right. I'll see you guys. And a takeover. I'm going to go watch <coughs> Scooby Doo. All righty. <laughs> Scooby Doo. I can take the story if you want. You? I dabble, do, 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 do. That's scary. <laughs> Anyways. Well, anyways, next next movie revealing news and stuff like that. I think this is actually going direct to Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it says home video, so I don't know if it's Netflix or. We're streaming. Yeah. Uh, Blu-ray release in the near future. So I'm sure it'll be on Netflix sooner rather than later. But anyways, it's Deep Blue Sea 2, which I've never seen the first Deep Blue Sea. Now, the first one is actually pretty good. Like, it actually kind of brings you back to the old school kind of shark movies. Um, It's basically the idea behind that was uh, the girl was trying to figure out uh, a way to cure uh, Alzheimer's. Oh. And uh, they're using the sharks, so they made these, again, super, you make uh, super genetically smart sharks, shit's going to go bad. Yeah. But they found out that sharks were able to have, like, this great memory kind of thing, so they figured if they could harvest oh. that from the shark's brain, like, whatever it is, that they could use it as medication, stuff like that, of course. Super intelligent sharks, they start thinking, they attack, some, you know, somebody, shit goes wrong, and then everything starts sinking, and they're trying not to let these sharks get out into... The real world or else mankind is pretty much fucked because if they start breeding, yada, 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 all that kind of crap. Gotcha. Uh, well, now that makes me beg the question, why not just use elephants? But then I was like, well, I guess elephants are slightly less intimidating other than like stampeding. But now I kind of, now that I think about that, I kind of want to see an elephant horror movie. Oh, uh, we can't call a lot it of stampedes. What, what did you call it? Ivory? Oh, that'd be a good one. I've seen it. <laughs> I was out there. I was hunting it. Just call and it then, the ivory. And then it started haunting me. Well, I can't do it. Fuck. <laughs> but you have, you have that. You have the, the elephant trunk. And then it's great because then it just says, it just says uh, ivory. And then it's all like, they never forget. Yeah. Oh, shit. Fucking. Again, I want to see this movie. I made another classic. I know a bunch of our listeners are like, or be scary. So like, this is terrible. <laughs> Nobody wants this. Well, we can always ask Kevin Smith and see if he'll do it. 
He's doing moose jaws. He's probably sure. he, no. He's turning around, going, "Fuck you!" I'm barely trying <laughs> to get moose jaws out. Like I really want I this. I really want to see moose jaws. I really hope that he gets that out soon because that's like the movie that I'm most excited for. Oh, how big was it? The size of a tangerine. The elephant. Was? I don't know. I'm just oh. trying to figure out who would be in the film because when I was doing it, going uh. like it sounded like. Sound like Michael Caine would be the the the, pers- the first guy to run into it, and then he's the one that tells the story. Oh, and yeah. And then I was trying to figure out the people who would be going after it or getting stuck in the Sean surround. Connery. I don't know if he would come back out for that. Yeah, probably not. Plus, why would uh, okay? If you have Michael Caine being like the hunter that saw it first, like way way back in the day, and he's the one that regales the stories, why would like an old fart like Sean Connery be like, "I'm gonna go fight an elephant now"? I mean, granted, I mean, then you're taking it to a completely different movie. Because now Butler? I, <coughs> I'm trying to think like, well, no. You, okay. Look, if we already spent the budget pretty much on Michael Caine and probably like a weird mechanical elephant thing. <laughs> we're not going to, we need some, we either need some no name actors or people who are just like, I just want to be in this because it's fucked up. Okay. Let's pretend that price is no object here. All right. Well then as price is no option, then I'm trying to think. Cause I know people I'm going to name, or basically people I just want because I can do those impersonations and I want to build a story. But if we're trying to be serious because I know people will be like, fuck, why are you picking that person? Christopher Walken. See, you went there. See, I was going with Nicolas Cage. Oh, my God. That actually would be amazing. Yeah, I'm just out here in Africa right now. I'm taking some pictures, you know, for uh, National Geographic. You can be one of the I'm people that a, gets freaking trampled. I'm one of the, well, what they call you, uh, nature protector. No, no, see, you can't get trampled because I just made him, like, he'd be the lead. Oh. That's why he's going, because he's not there to hurt the elephants. He's out there to take pictures. He's out there to oh, uh, build yeah. a thing. So then you got to have, like, the people who are evil, you know, like, you got to have, like, your, uh, you know, what's his face, like... Yeah, you can make Christopher Walken the bad guy, or you can make like even uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Um, yeah, even again, uh, I'm going to people I can actually do the no, fucking impersonation. Could. I was gonna say Gerard Butler wouldn't be a terrible bad. See, guy. I would put, I would put, I would put like his companion, like one of his companions, be Owen Wilson. And then you can have Owen Wilson get trampled because <laughs> he'd be there like, "Wow, go. I'm getting, I'm getting stamped. I'm dying. There's a, there's a, <laughs> I'm getting stamped. There's a giant, you know." It's crazy. You know? I was just running running with the bulls with uh, Nicholas like, Cage oh, look, the other day. a prehensile penis. And I was like, prehensile penis. And then I just got raped <laughs> repeatedly. It was it was almost like being on the set of Zoolander 2. That bad, yeah. You see that other movie I did? <laughs> Terrible. No one saw it. Anyways, what are we Who doing? could be the love interest in it? Uh, love interest will have to be Guilford Godfrey. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Nicolas Cage, for saving me from that elephant. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I again, don't. I'm just going with people. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's not going to happen. It's no, all about. Uh, how many movies have I said that got made? Oh, yeah, that's right. None. So. I was going to say seven. Man, I was way off. You were way off because I haven't even come up with seven. I think I have maybe three, maybe four. I have The Hangman. I have. Um, we have a video game, the video game version of P2. Yeah, but you could even make that. I told you you could make it into a movie. Yeah, it doesn't have to can. be a video game. So, yeah, you have the remake of P2. You have uh, <laughs> Hangman. There was something else I came up with, and I can't remember. Obviously, it wasn't that great. And then this one, obviously. Uh, okay, so four I, are in the works. <laughs> I'm going to go with a solid three because I can't remember what the other one was. Um, okay, and then, of course, speaking of sequels and everything like that. So I've still not seen this movie. Uh, Patrick actually saw this movie, but uh, Don't Breathe is getting a sequel. So I guess how that movie ended, I'm not really sure, but uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, you know what else? Other movie that we haven't seen that we said we're going to watch? I think it's called The Green Room. It's the one with Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah, with Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I really wanted to watch Make it show number one before I kill you. (laughs) He's like, now I'm going to take a number two. (laughs) I took a number one, and now I will take a number two. On number one, he's like, "Shut up, Wesley! <laughs> you're an interesting, st- you're an interesting man, Smith. I'd love to do mushrooms with you sometime." <laughs> um, I built this trap door in your house. I built this in your house. <laughs> I love him. He's great. Anyways, but yeah. So, 
Don't Breathe gets a sequel. We're going to have to watch that and do a Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that and do a review of it. I do want to see it. It did look interesting. So um, then again, I'm like, I, I mean, come on. We were just talking about on the last uh, movie we uh, reviewed, the uh, Insidious, The Last Key. I, we saw a trailer for Truth or Dare, and I was like, dude, I totally watched that. Like, I don't even give a shit anymore. I'm like, there's so many things. I'm just like, that could be good or it could be bad. Either way, I will probably enjoy the adventure. Um yeah, actually, uh, there's some adventures I don't look really interesting simply because of the creepy smile thing. Yeah. So, um, oh, apparently Sam Raimi is attached to this Don't Breathe sequel. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And he said, it's only the greatest idea for a sequel I've ever heard. I'm not kidding. Oh, okay. Huh. He's like, so the old man tries to kill people and then Ash from versus the evil dad. <laughs> yeah, Ash shows up and goes, he can do that on his own time. Oh, you're cuddling kids? You can do that on your own time. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think that's going to wrap up all of our news and everything like that. So we're going to dive into the review of this week's movie, which is a Little Evil. came out in 2017, and this was a Netflix original. Uh, I'm going to say it's probably a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before, again, before we jump into the movie and everything like that, these are the spoilers. We'll be talking about what we liked about the movie, what we didn't like about the movie, and then we will go ahead and give the rating of IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, and then we will give our own rating as well. So again, if you have not seen the movie and you don't want us to spoil it, this is your warning. Three, two, one, boom. All right. We are talking about, I really need like a theme music. To and everybody dies. No, yeah. that's Rogue One. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> like, the movie came out a year ago. Fuck off, everybody. If you're really going to get pissed off with it, I'm getting Rogue One. Guess what? It's on Netflix. So fuck you. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. So angry. You do realize that 99% chance that no one's going to ride in anyways and complain. I know. It's work. just fun to yell. That's <laughs> all I get to do. I, I used to yell for seven days a week, and now I'm cut back to, like, three days a week. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I don't have that many shows, which I actually thought about if I could actually wake my ass up early enough, I might just start doing a live broadcast of shit. Mm. And That'd just be cool. people be like, what the fuck is this? I was thinking of calling it uh, Mooney Over My Hammies Ooh. in the morning with Steve. Uh, but we'll see that. Uh, anyways. Up with Steve. But that's all it depends if I can actually wake up and not be still hungover. Um, <laughs> yeah, good luck with it. Well, you never get hungover, <laughs> I know, I was so you'll for be that. fine. Anyways. All right, but anyways, yeah, so Little Evil. So the premise of this movie basically is it looks like um, Adam Scott's character is the stepfather to pretty much the son of the devil, um, basically is the best way to sum it up. Uh, I, was not, I wasn't really sure what I expected from this movie because seeing Adam Scott in Krampus, where the movie was scary and also had humor to it and stuff like that, so when I saw him again in this... I was like, okay, let's see how wh- where we're going to go with this, you know, uh, thing. Uh, very, very fun dark comedy. I would say actually probably more of a dark comedy than actually, I mean, more of a comedy than actually it being dark. It really wasn't really too many crazy things. There was a, there was like maybe a few, but nothing like major and stuff like that. Yeah, but And like one or two twists and turns, but I'm sure you probably saw most of it coming, so. Well, not even that, but yeah, the twists and turns was really like kind of fun and stuff like that. But yeah, um, yeah so uh basically like we said like the guy gets married but of course like all these weird things are happening once he gets married to um this woman and her he's becomes a stepfather to uh i'm trying to remember what his name was the kid lucas lucas yeah i'm looking at the imdb page right now so um but yeah i freaking i will say it was really funny and really interesting how they set it up because in the beginning of the movie they just kind of have like veiled references to the actual wedding and then later on, you get to see, like, a video yeah. of the wedding, and it's so freaking funny, because you're just like, they're like, oh, yeah, that was, like, a terrible wedding, and it's just kind of like all these freak accidents. And then, like, everything that happens, you're like, this is literally the yeah, worst is- video, like, ever. Well, not even that, but you're like, like every kept saying, like, oh, it was just, like, oh, just the bad weather and some of that. And then yeah. you see it, you're like, people died. There it was, was a like, hurricane. There was, like, a tornado yeah. in the background. And, and all this kind of whenever weird he's shit. like watching the video and is like, oh, I didn't know he went. Like my yeah, uncle yeah. so and so was there, and then you see him just get sucked into the sky. 
you know, kind of stuff. So yeah, it's it's very funny. They play like homage to like a bunch of different mo- horror movies. Uh, big on the Omen, obviously, because you know the, the Son of the Devil and everything like that. But they do have some fun parts where it's all like, oh, you need to go talk to you. You need to go talk to Lucas, and he comes up the stairs, and it's literally like the kids down like the longest hallway ever. You're with that bunch of lights that go out that keep going out and stuff. So it's like it's very it's very kind of tongue in cheek when it comes to a little bit of that stuff, but. Uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. I liked the movie. It was uh, very enjoyable. Uh, very like I did have to stop it a couple of times just to be like, oh my god, is that fucking person? A lot of people are in this movie. Yeah. Uh, even if they were just playing like a bit part in some of that, but a lot of people were in this movie, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, yeah, a very good twist. Like I thought the movie was going to end like how it's all like, oh, the son comes to terms with like, oh, I like you as my stepdad, and he's like, and I want to be your you know, dad kind of thing. But then it's like, I thought the movie would end it at that like good note. And then they decided to take it another route and keep the movie a little bit momento going. And it's all like, okay, this is, uh, okay, this is kind of fun. You're not going to end it here. You're going to do it on a different note, yeah, which was still pretty good. But um, I'm trying to, I don't know the actress's name who played Al. Uh, oh, uh, hang on a second. And I can, cause this is the out. first thing I've ever seen her in. Bridget Everett. Uh, Bridget Everett. Oh my God. She was fucking great. Cause she basically played like this kind of like quote unquote butch lesbian type character, but she kept feeling like she was like one of the dudes. Like she was the a stepdad as well. Like she wasn't like this, the quote unquote stepmom for yeah, she a lesbian couple. Yeah. She wasn't. Well, I wouldn't say like she was somewhere between butch and just straight up one of the guys. Like it was very, and just the way she played it was very well done. <laughs> She's just yeah, like, very fun. Oh man, yeah, it really sucks being a stepdad, and like yeah, and all these different kind of things. Like I think the yeah, they're having like that meeting, and I like the one he's like this guy, this kid, my stepson climbed up on this uh, dresser, opened my drawer, and took a shit in my drawer, and he held onto the mirror. That means he was looking at himself while he was taking this shit in my drawer. So I have his backpack. Out in the trunk, and you think if you don't think I'm gonna shit in his backpack, he's got another fucking thing coming. Like this, like this <laughs> yeah, dad. He's like, and he's like, and I have the backpack, so if y'all want to take a shit in it, and the the, the 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 counselor's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. Like everyone's yeah. little down, like just, like little nods that I thought was fucking. And then at the end of the movie, then they're all, the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I still have the backpack. If anyone wants to shit in the the backpack, yeah." And everyone's so, like, "Oh, everyone's I'll like, do- yeah, I'll do that." And then one person's <laughs> like, "I can't because I've already shit in my pants." Um, after everything that's (laughs) happened. But yeah, no, it's a really fun movie. Like I said, it's great that it's on Netflix. It's one of those films that I don't think if it... Obviously, it probably was wouldn't have been released in theaters. And if it went direct to DVD or you know digital thing, I probably would have never seen it if it never went to a streaming service to actually watch it. But it, it's fun. Like honestly, if you have nothing you uh, nothing to watch or anything like that, go ahead and check this movie out. Now, is there any like parts in this movie that stand out that you thought were uh, either? Uh, like, oh, this is a great, you know, uh, reference to this movie or this was a brand new idea that you kind of like that they went with it or whatnot. Um, I did like the Poltergeist reference. Oh, that, yeah, that's, I, I that forgot was that hilarious. was very good. Um, I also, I really like, um, the one thing that I thought was kind of, I would say kind of original is the fact that like the dad is trying so hard. The the new stepdad is trying so, so hard, but every time he tries to bring up the fact to his new wife that this kid is off, she just immediately denies it and like tries to pretend like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, it was a little annoying, but at the same time it was really funny. I'm like, I know her last name is Lily. I'm trying to remember what her Evangeline Lily, Evangeline Lily. Yeah. She was in law. She was also in the Lord of the ring, the hobbits. Uh, and she was also, you know, in Ant-Man and also Ant-Man, the wasp and stuff. So her being in this was just fucking fantastic because she did have that thing where she could immediately be all like, no, nothing's wrong. And just have the smile on her face and everything. Like there was actually a great point in that movie where like he's screaming and yelling upstairs. They're like, Oh God, he's being overdramatic. Like just put him, put him to bed. Just read him a bedtime story. Like kind of thing. And then like he calls her and she picks up the phone. She's like, Oh, you can't even come downstairs. But you realize that he's like buried in a coffin. Yeah. And then like, I love how he like, he's like, cause I'm dying in a fucking coffin. And she hangs up on him. Then he calls back. He's like, "Hey, look, I'm I'm sorry that I yelled at you. I'm just the lack of oxygen." You know, like, yeah. like and he's like, "I'm in the backyard." And I love how whenever she goes outside, then she sees her son standing over like where he buried his stepdad, and she just goes, "That is it. 
time out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, that was like the first time she ever like reprimanded him for yeah. anything. And then I love the, also the fact that like he said that he wanted a divorce and she was like trying to normalize the kid's behavior and be like, well, he's still adjusting. He's like, he put me in a freaking coffin. Yeah, he put me in a box, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And then he had to go back and apologize to her and bring her flowers. But again, like I really liked it because it was like it really had this feel of like the dad, you think that the dad is going to have to like actually kill the kid because he's the son of Satan and whatnot. And then turns out that he's like, you know what? No, I'm going to like actually like accept this kid as my son. So it was kind of like a cute little like heartwarming kind of movie at the end. But. Yeah, no, I thought, like I said, it was a very good job and I liked how they ended it. And some of that was very, it's like, like I said, it was like a good comedy where it wasn't like it has to end. Like I have to kill this child or everyone dies, but the child kind of thing. So it was, it was fun and some of that. But uh, before we give out our rating system, we'll give the rating system, uh, or not the rating system, but we'll tell you the ratings of IMDb and uh, Rotten Tomatoes. But uh, I was thinking of uh, goat puppets. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. So, yeah, what was that, like Charlie or something like that? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, it wasn't Charlie. I can't remember the name of the song. Oh, it was started with an R. It was like, was it, was it Roland? It was something weird. Uh, hang on. Let me see if I can find... The name of the sock puppet. I always thought that I always thought the name of the sock puppet was the same name as uh, Adam Scott's partner in uh, Ghosted. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was Roland. Uh, Roy, uh, Leroy. Puppet name. Uh, Reroy. That was his name. Reroy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's why, because the other guy's name is Leroy. Yeah. So they named the sock puppet Reroy. Reroy. So yeah, but we'll give it a uh, five out of five uh, Reroys when we finally. Um, do our review do our review or whatnot what we're going to give so we'll give you IMDB so IMDB gave it a 5.7 out of 10 Mm -hmm. so that's actually a lot lower than I thought it was going to be and then that's kind of interesting so Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 89% but the audience gave it a 42% interesting that is very interesting Um, I mean I enjoyed the movie like I said would I probably probably not watch it again like it's one of those one and done kind of things and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, I did enjoy it. I had fun watching it, and it was a it was kind of a lighthearted kind of movie and stuff like that. So, uh, Anna, what about you? What did you think? Um, I really liked it. I kind of felt like it was, for the most part, it stayed within Adam Scott's normal realm, but it was like just enough of a departure for from his normal character for it to be entertaining. Like with. Uh, Krampus, like, I feel like that was a huge departure from what he normally does. Uh, yeah, that's right, because it's very rare when you see, and no offense to Adam Scott, because I do enjoy Adam Scott. Oh, yeah, he's great. Um, but, yeah, in, like, Krampus, he actually sacked up yeah. and, like, grabbed a gun and was ready to, like, fuck shit up. And honestly, I feel like Adam Scott doesn't really get a chance that often to, like, really show his acting chops, and I feel like he got a really good chance to do that in this movie. But, um Especially because he had to keep fluctuating back and forth between like the concerned stepdad and then the pissed off stepdad who wants yeah, to yeah. murder his son. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean overall it had its fun stuff. But yeah, that yeah. is true. I'm like, and the kid is really creepy. I kind of want to see the kid and other stuff. <laughs> yeah, the kid did a very good job. And even like when he flipped it, like when he was menacing, he basically when he's menacing, he reminded me just of like a short version of uh, the the guy from uh, ACDC. In the school kids outfit. <laughs> um, oh, I'm evil. Oh, I'm crazy. Oh, Leroy, let's do this already. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. <laughs> horrible really impersonation. Yeah. Um, you can keep working at it. I've been working at it for years, so. <laughs> Believe me, ACDC is not knocking on my door going like, hey. Um, honestly, I threw, I was just thinking about something with Adam Scott uh-huh. and, uh, this would actually be for long box cast, but thinking about the Marvel universe and everything that, or even the DC universe, I kind of want to see Adam Scott play either Mr. Fantastic or, uh, uh, plastic, like plastic man or elongated man, you know, in the, in one of those universe. I just, I don't know. He just has that kind of like slender body. Yeah. And also, I feel like he could be, like, he could play the smart scientist guy, but he can also be that very vulnerable scientist guy. Um, yeah, you know what? Just Disney- like he is in uh, Ghosted. Yeah, kind of thing. We're like, yeah, I c- yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Marvel, make Adam Scott Mr. Fantastic. 
Yeah. Fucking seriously. do it. Yeah, it would be great. I kind of want to see that. Freaking out. Fucking, you know what? You can make his buddy uh, Leroy from Magosa. You make him, uh, make him the thing. Oh shit! <laughs> like, look, like you don't have to do like you can do CGI and stuff like that, but yeah. like, fuck it, like take the Ben Ben Graves character and just you know just flip the script. I mean, you did that with Johnny Storm That's on the true. last one, yeah, and just fucking make I mean, him. That one blew I would, up in your face, but I mean, uh, that was in two different uh. ways. <laughs> Flame on Pff, box office numbers, not so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of I would love to see him play that because I mean, like. Where, where were they talking about? They were talking about a while ago where it was like the thing was going to be voiced by, um, oh, fuck, what was his name? They were going to have the thing voiced by Bruce Willis at one point, like a long huh. time ago, like do a CGI kind of like thing. Because I always imagine like the thing is like probably the same size as the Hulk. Or close to you it. You know, yeah. close to it kind of thing. Like when you see them kind of battle it out in like comics and uh, cartoons and stuff like that, they're almost like pretty much around the same kind of built in. Things like that and stuff, but uh, yeah, I th- yeah, do a, do another CGI thing. Put fucking pants on him this time. Don't make his pebbles hang out. And then yeah, that uh, was weird. That was weird. And then yeah, that would be kind of yeah. I don't know. I forgot about because at this now point that you mentioned because now that really I'm thinking weird. about it, like everyone always tries to do Fantastic Four like really serious. I'm like, put some fucking humor in it. Get some comedy people like to play these characters. You know? Yeah, and like even in the first one, like they kept trying to make it so serious and like the only lightheartedness was freaking Chris Evans like as the human torch like he yeah. was the only thing that was actually funny in that movie and everything else is just like way too serious or like it was the comedy was so forced that it wasn't funny yeah so all right, I just yeah. Marvel. I just wrote you a fucking fantastic. They're like, you didn't write a shit. You <laughs> named two comedians that you would like to see in the movie, and then just said, make it funny. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, assholes. Check it out. Even more humor in it. You make you make the bad guy instead of Doctor Doom. Let's save Doctor Doom. Everyone keeps always wanting to do Doctor Doom first. Yeah, I don't feel get me like wrong. You need and to kind of hold on. To I think you need to hold on. To build it. up to Doctor Doom. Like you can do the snippets of him, like mentioned in like the newspaper, you know, and even like at the small end, like do something with like the hand or something like that at the end of the movie, you know, like your Marvel thing. But literally, like honestly, tell you what, first movie, do Mole Man and make the Mole Man fucking Danny to De- fucking Devito. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> and I know what everyone's amazing. and I know what everyone's thinking. Everyone's like, oh, this casting is fucking weird. But like, literally, think about all the casting they've done in general. Right now, my casting is the best solid casting anyone's ever had for the Fantastic fucking Four. Yeah, I'm sorry, and but also, I mean, if you even if you look at past like hirings for Marvel and just in general, like they got freaking Robert Downey Jr. when nobody wanted him, exactly, and turned him into freaking Iron Man. Like he literally is Iron Man now. And then they even took, like, Chris Evans, who they were like, he was a the human torch. And they're like, we're going to make him Captain America. And we're going to make Captain America interesting. Yeah. Like, it, I'm pretty sure that they could totally pull that off with those people. That Honestly, and now I'm thinking about it. Fucking give. Yeah. Look, Marvel, you want to. Look, I know everybody's all like, no more Fantastic Four. But I think, give me the, give me the fucking script. I think I can do <laughs> something with this. I really do. Because, like, seriously, if you, like, look at R- Thor Ragnarok. I know we really got off tangent from this movie. <laughs> But look, I don't have long box cast going on right now. So I know, Sarah, we need to talk. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm very just been busy, um, <laughs> which I can't even say because she's like even more busy than I am. Geeks, we, we love you. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, fuck. Give me give me fucking Fantastic Four. Like, honestly, like Ragnarok, they did kind of like humor with it. Like, that's what the fucking movie's missing. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck. Yeah, I'll just write the script. And then we get what's his name? Uh, Bill or no, Brad Bird. Who directed Incredibles and Incredibles 2 because uh, he knows superhero yeah. fucking families. Get him to fucking direct. Oh, fuck, dude. Fucking Marvel. Seriously. Everybody. No, seriously. I know this is not the, the long box cast podcast, but everyone, be like, give Steve the fucking script. I already just casted like three <laughs> characters that I'm like, I could actually make this fucking work. I really could. Actually, you cast or no, you're right. You cast three characters. Yeah, I guess three. I got to figure out who I, I got to figure out. Yeah, and I've set up a director, but I got to figure out who needs to play Human Torch, and I got to figure out who's going to be uh, Sue, Storm. Uh, Sue Storm. And then um, we won't have him cast yet, but I am also already thinking about my uh, Doctor Doom because he will definitely be in. Oh fuck! I'll make that like movie three. Oh, you know, I just realized could do Doctor Doom mm. possibly. Bill Skarsgård? Hmm, maybe. I don't know. I'll put that in the back burner. I haven't even thought about my Dr. Doom. I'm trying to get the main cast ready because I want to tease things. 
And then, like, that third movie. Because that's the thing. You want to build up to that third movie. Because the third well, movie is usually like the quote-unquote have... last one. No, no. What I'm saying is, like... Well, it... no, I was going to say, like, in the first one, have, like, it, like literally just have the team working with the guy who becomes Doctor Doom. And then don't really... Like, you could either hint at his power in the second one or... And then, like, just push it off into the third one or just be like, oh, he... In the second one, just be like, oh, he's in the hospital. And then... No, see, I wouldn't like even that. do that. No? No, see, I wouldn't even do that. Because what I, my theory is, is the Fantastic Four become the Fantastic Four. And everyone kept trying to put in, in the movies, they always try to put Doctor Doom in the same thing. But no, Doctor Doom never was in the same place when they got their okay, powers. Okay, see, kind that's of thing. what I, I got confused See, and the, if you're going from the original storyline, like Doctor Doom basically was a, he was a college student that was with Reed Richards and Sue Storm when they went to college. And an accident happened which damaged his body. And that he blames Reed Richards for, but there was never them all working together, them being like in the cosmic rays and him getting affected. Technically, according to what my knowledge is now, I don't know because I've dropped off from Doctor Doom's storyline from a long, long time ago. From my knowledge is Doctor Doom does not have actually any powers. Yes, it's just all the suit. He's just all the suit. And he's kind of like, he's basically like an evil, very evil version of Tony Stark where he can build, he knows how to build weapons. Yeah. And he has a vast fortune to do so. Um, so yeah, so him, it's like, I'm trying to think like, uh, but yeah, I, I do, I wouldn't even put all that kind of bullshit in the movie. Basically the first movie is fantastic fours would get their powers. Cause you have to tell that bullshit story again. Then you want a villain, but you don't want like a lesser villain, but you do want a villain that is a staple in the fantastic four. Fuck. Even the puppet master in the fantastic four would be a good like character. Oh, see, I, I want to give, I basically want to give people something new because they go, Oh fuck Dr. Doom again. But it's like, no, no, no. I want to save that for the last fucking movie because yeah. that's the build. That's almost like, that's like your mini infinity war where you keep showing Thanos and you're like, when's this big baddies coming? And it was like, what 12 years in the fucking making. And now he's showing up finally this yeah. year, you know? So that's how I want to build that fantastic four where you kind of tease him. You show stuff. maybe at the end of the second movie, you finally reveal who is Dr. Doom. And then you're like, Oh shit, but I'm set. I'm psyched. I'm excited because I laid all this fucking groundwork to get up to this big bad villain. And then when he shows up in the third movie, there's not this bullshit of like, oh, I got to tell this origin story, this guy's origin story, why they hate each other. But you leave that. It's almost like the Daredevil like thing. It built up to Fisk. It built up to why Daredevil was going after this person, you know, with the Netflix series and stuff. It had that time to build. So frankly, I would love to see Fantastic Four as a series, but they're not going to do that. I know they're just going to try to do the big money grab and do a movie. So I say have fun with the fucking movie because come on. You got a huge fucking rock guy. You got fire. You got a fucking stretchy dude and stuff like that. And they're kind of like a family. Treat them like a family. Have them do those stupid family moments when they're like doing fucking missions and stuff like that. Fuck, even when they're driving to the, the stupid like mission or whatnot, be like, he's touching me, Reed. And he's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Like shit like that. Like, yeah, it sounds stupid, but you know, if you saw that on the screen, you'd be like, oh, that's the fucking Fantastic Four because they are a fucking family. Wow, we really, I really went off. I really need to get back to doing long bucks, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that random tangent. Little evil. Yeah, little evil. Sorry about that random tangent that had nothing to do with anything. But yeah, uh, hashtag give Steve Fantastic Four. Um, And that's like even a series I'm not even like a huge fan of, but I think I could fucking do something with it now. Oh, yeah. Uh, But anyways, yeah. So, Anna, how much do you want to give? How many uh, sock puppets? Sock puppet goats do you want to give little evil? Um, I would give it four out of five Reroys, actually. Four out of five? All right. (laughs) Mine is 3.5. I knew it was going to be 3.5. Fuck you. You didn't even think I was going to make fantastic. I made two fucking movies tonight. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you usually do, like, half a point to a point lower than me. That just seems to be the normal standard. Well, it's not intentional. Well, I don't want to give it a three because I don't think it's that low. But it's also, I don't think it's a it's a four or a five. But it, to me, it's like, it's a good, to me, it's a good, it's a movie that I do recommend to people. In fact, I recommended to Matthew when I went to Huss today. I was like, oh, check out Little Evil. It's actually really fun. Yeah, and, like, that's why I gave it a four out of five because, I mean... It's it's got the rewatch value, so. Oh, okay, see, I said it was one and done. So. Oh, see, I like I, I mean, I saw it before, like a while ago, like whenever it first came out, and then rewatching it with you, it was really enjoyable oh. to watch it and then kind of see. Lying it. person. No, I told you I saw it before. Uh, I didn't hear that. Oh, I told you whenever I watched it. Anyways, um, it was back in like September, October, whenever I watched it. But it was really fun to watch it again because then you kind of get to see like some nuances and stuff. Oh, and then, um, Brad was it? Brad, Brad Williams, Williams was in. It. Yeah, he Brad Williams. It. He's a he's a midget comedian. He was yes. really funny. So, but yeah, and actually, even if you don't 
watch the movie, I would recommend checking out some of Brad Williams' stand-up because he's really funny. But that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's all I got. So four out of five, definitely watch it, especially since it's on Netflix and it's, you know, essentially free content. Yeah, quote-unquote free, free content and everything like that. But, yeah, I think that's going to... Wrap up this episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast, unless you have anything else you'd like to add. Um, um, oh, if you want to support the um, support the podcast, you can go to the Sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and then um, actually create that as a bookmark, which is what I did on mine. And if you do that, then we actually get a little bit of a kickback whenever you shop through that link. So, because um, you didn't say that at the beginning. So, no. Anyways. And also, apparently, you can buy us a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Uh, I talked about it on Life is Shit, I think. But I guess if you go to the 4iradio.com webpage, you'll find a thing. It's called coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I. Mm-hmm. If you go to that, I guess it's support. And I don't know if we're actually getting coffee or you get coffee, but I guess for one cup of coffee, you can donate $3, give us a message, a shout-out. This is another way if you want to help support the show. Honestly, Eric kind of set it up and didn't really tell us how to deliver this. So (laughs) I am going to have to probably put a script together and actually figure out what the fuck this actually is. But (laughs) if you want to give us money, I guess, do do that or something. Thanks. We'll figure that out and try to get back to you on what that deal is. Because that does sound interesting. Anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm dying to know. If if coffee's going to be showing up at my place, awesome. So yeah. that would be fantastic. But, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast. Yep. Uh, stay tuned to next week when we will have something because I don't know what's happening next week. Um, so, I'll try to do a creature feature next week. Okay, and we might, we're going to have a guest coming on at some point. But, like I said, if you want to be a guest, you know where to find us. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast. And uh, I'm Steve-O. And I am Olivia de Havilland. And until next time, Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Come on, Marvel, give me Fantastic Four, you fucks.